Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi guys, here we go. This is episode 232 of the Tutor Podcast. Opportunities are everywhere. Listen, connect people and join the dots. So today I just want to talk about one of the really interesting things you get to do when you're exposed to lots of people. And that's hoover up opportunities. Because I believe that opportunities are just everywhere. If we listen, maybe we can connect people. And if we listen and think, perhaps we can join some dots up and do a lot more good. See, I really love teaching guitar. I've, I've done it now for 23 years, and it's, it's still great fun for me to share my love affair with the instrument with people. My second love is actually property. So I've built my property portfolio and my property businesses over the last six years, and it keeps me busy, challenged, engaged, and of course it makes good money for me. So I've got these two primary love affairs, and I also have a few other little love affairs, like people. As a massive introvert, it's kind of odd that I've grown to love people. the all shapes and sizes of them, all kinds of characters. They're endlessly fascinating to me now maybe i'm just taking a look at them as sort of an anthropologist or a you know a biologist looking at a weird species because i think humans are phenomenally strange the other thing i love is problems puzzles and challenges and this is where those things all knit together is when we're with our clients and i i work a lot with adults they talk that's what people do when they trust you, when they respect your opinion. They tell you stuff. And if you're listening and you've got the opportunity-based mindset where everything that comes your way could be useful, could be fun, maybe you could be helpful, you can ask yourself these questions. Is this an opportunity for me? Is this an opportunity to do some good for them? How can I help? And if you can't do it yourself, ask yourself, who do I know who can help? How does this connect in with everything else I do? Because if you ask those questions, you ultimately ask yourself the big question, which is, where is the way to make things better? How do I make things better? Now, as a tutor or a coach or just about anybody, why would you want to do this? It seems like a lot of work when you could just close your ears, let it all breeze by you and have a quiet life. Well, yes, you could. But honestly, would you be helping anyone? Would you be just self-indulgently taking up space on the planet? You see, when someone tells you whatever they're going to tell you and you get to help them, this is a phenomenal way of positioning yourself as a helpful person, possibly as an expert if you have multiple skills or a network of people with whom you can connect the person in front of you who has a problem. You see, I wound up believing that life is a bit like walking through a field strewn with diamonds. The, the gems are actually lying there in the rough. They're uncut, unpolished. They just look like stones, but they're still diamonds. And that's where we come in. 
if we pick up an unpromising stone, we can roll it around our hands, look at it from many angles. Maybe we can see through the surface of the problem of the, the roughness of the stone to the gem that it will become, to the opportunity presented by that problem. Someone once said to me that a problem is an opportunity wearing working clothes. And I think that's a fantastic line. When you can take that approach, then you become very, very powerful. You also become extremely uncommon. Most people are not interested in much else than their own gain or their own benefits. So if you can have this universally helpful problem-solving mindset, you're a rare beast. And if you're rare and uncommon, like just about anything else that's rare and common, you have high value. And if we can help people and create that sense of us being high value people, we've built a halo around us. We're automatically perceived as more intelligent if we're helpful. If we solve problems, we are perceived as being more positive. If we come up with new ideas, we're considered to be resourceful and of great value. And our value is actually where we, whatever we're doing, determine our price point. Higher value people make more money. It's really simple. And at the same time, by demonstrating that they are high value and being intelligent, positive, resourceful, problem-solving people, we automatically uplift and inspire others, especially our students. In essence, we become a force for good. If you do this, your students actually become your fans. They'll run around enthusiastically telling their network about you and sending you more clients. And they're wonderful pre-approved clients because they've been checked out by your current clients who obviously love you. This is word of mouth marketing and it's best. It, it's powerful, it's free and altogether the best way to reach more of the people with whom you want to work. And it, that sort of marketing will bring you way more opportunities. Now, some of the opportunities that you'll stumble over or have dropped in your lap will just be a benefit for others. But that's okay because they'll be blown away by you and they'll send you referrals and ultimately they'll want to reciprocate. Some of the problems you'll be presented with will be opportunities of mutual benefit to both yourself and others. And some will only be useful to you. Often you don't know which way it'll go, but think long game. Just think be useful, help people. For example, I helped a student find her home. As, as a property investor and entrepreneur, I'm very good at doing viewings, finding property. I have my own bespoke checklist. I've got a reasonably good knowledge of building, having essentially renovated a very old cottage and extended it hugely and done a couple of flip projects. So houses for me are, you know, they're, they're pretty good. I know a fair bit, way more than she did. So every time she went to view property, she dragged me along. Now, some of the houses were awful, really badly built. There were some older houses that had clearly been bodged from hell to breakfast, and some were okay. And finally, she found her new home. Now, that was the plan, just to help someone 
to find the new home. But because I'd been helpful and useful, and she had a load of money sitting in the bank, we actually teamed up to start a business together using my expertise and experience and her money. Now, that business has been making money for both of us for a few years now, and she does no work at all in the business. Happy days for her. Meanwhile, I manage the business and do a few odd bits and pieces here and there, a few hours a month, and I'm very well paid for doing that. That's allowed me to accelerate my progress in the other property business as well as that joint venture. So instead of her savings being gradually spent and eaten away over time by inflation, we both won. And our tenants won because they've got decent landlords looking after the houses they call home. And that's not a common experience, I can tell you. Though maybe win-win is a bit of a cliche. But if we can make sure that everybody involved wins, we can win too. Win-win, win-win squared, win-win cubed, whatever you want to call it, everybody wins. As tutors, we just have a, a network of contacts, students, parents and all their associates. So who can we help? All we have to do is listen and be prepared to play. Maybe we can join the dots that they can't see. When someone's deep lost in their problem, they generally can't step back, take an overview or come at it from an unorthodox angle. Great example of this was years ago when we still had the music shop in Shrewsbury. A gentleman came in with a problem. He wanted a guitar pickup to monitor production of uh, air conditioning components in a factory. So he trotted off with a guitar pickup, an induction pickup, in a factory full of electrical field noise. It was useless. So they phoned back and said that what they thought would work, this was the engineers thinking, didn't work. So I said, well, if you like, I'll come and take a look. I offered a, to come down to the factory, which is a big Japanese company called Denso, to the air conditioning line for the Audi A6, I think it was, air conditioning systems that they built. Within about a minute, I knew exactly what to do because of my knowledge of audio. And it was a problem that their highly qualified engineers couldn't crack because they were coming at it from their angle, not from mine. They were so knocked out by what I did by providing them not just the technical solution, but a ruggedized piece of kit that they could actually use to solve their problem in the field for not a lot of money. They then asked me if I'd go and spend a couple of three hours every month in their factory just to look at any outstanding problems they might have and to do some blue sky thinking for them. They'd pay me a lot of money every month for a few hours of thinking time because I just wanted to help. I didn't expect to get paid for it. just wanted to help. This is the attitude that's led me to coach and mentor multiple students and their families in property investment and in business development. I find it keeps me fresh, alert, and, and reminds me of things that I could do better or do differently in my own businesses. So it's keeping my brain ticking over by being useful. And here's the thing, the bottom line, everything we do is all about people. If you can help other people do better, you'll do better. All you've got to do is keep listening. Join the dots. Be useful. 
I really believe this has been a massive part in growing my part-time guitar business that used to run around my full-time career in finance and then transitioning into a more lucrative full-time career as a guitar teacher and then going on to build two profitable property businesses, securing my future, my finances and my legacy. Now, I know that that wouldn't have happened if I'd just been focused on myself. If it was all me, 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 that would have been (sighs) nowhere near as much fun. So I'd suggest just walk around with your eyes open, your ears open, listen for the opportunities, look for those diamonds of opportunities, be of use and service, play, stay useful, and let me know what you think. I'd love to hear from you because I'm here to learn as well as share what I've learned so far. Email me, guys. It's info at neilcamado.com or you can find me on Twitter where I am, at Tudor Podcast. Like and subscribe to Tudor Podcast if you enjoy it and maybe even leave a review. And I'll be back next week with more ideas, more tips to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business the same way I love mine whilst having a bit more fun, making a boatload more money and making more of a difference. Till then, I hope this podcast has got you thinking and has been some help. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes, and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate, and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow, and love their tutoring businesses.